and welcome back to another episode of Digital Dialogue. Thank you for listening. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Scott. On this week's episode, we're going to address some things that are a little bit more difficult to talk about. We actually had a listener or you know, someone that followed us on Instagram message us about topics they wanted to hear about, and they brought up mental health. And since we're both not mental health experts, um, we just thought it would be interesting to bring up like the social media aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. It definitely is taking a toll, especially on young people today with social media. Um, so we're going to dive into that. And then, but first we'll start off with our social media minute. Um, Instagram is actually working on a new joint chat sticker. Mm. So according to social media today, this new sticker will enable story viewers to join a private chat group directly from the story posted. Both Facebook and Instagram have been putting more focus on chat slash like messaging aspects of their platforms. If this new private chat feature does launch, it could be really helpful tool for brands to gain more insight. Yeah, so, that's interesting. I didn't I didn't see that. That's a cool one. So yeah. the sticker's there and it'll just one click, you'll be able to get into a private yeah, chat. A private chat, yeah. So I, I assume obviously your story will prompt a topic yep. of conversation and then if people decide to join they can however i was thinking though too and this is obviously it hasn't launched yet they're just testing it i wonder how they're going to regulate that yeah just with like the topic of conversation and the people involved in the messaging and how privacy settings how moderation that and stuff like that yeah. Too, yeah so if they do end up launching this and we're all able to test it out we can see how that will affect absolutely it. so for my story i had the co-founder of facebook claims it should be broken up. So the guy that helped Mark Zuckerberg create Facebook, Mark Hughes, recently did a piece in the New York Times stating that the company is so big and powerful that it threatens our democracy, which is a pretty serious statement. He went on to say, Mark controls three core communication platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp that billions of people use every day. So that's kind of an interesting take on what we usually talk about the social media. We really do get bogged down with talking about some of the same social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. and WhatsApp and Twitter's obviously not owned by Facebook. That's a direct competitor, but yeah. you really do see a lot of people using only Facebook branded uh, yeah. platforms. No, definitely. Yeah. And a lot of times too, I mean, I think now it's more common knowledge that obviously Facebook bought out Instagram yeah. and it's all under one Exactly. Roof, Some but... people wouldn't even come yeah. to think of that. Yeah. And so they do a good job of differentiating mm-hmm. it. Definitely. Interesting stuff. We'll see where that goes. Okay, so we want to go back into talking about the effects of social media and what they can do with your mental health. Um, The most popular social media platforms are Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, and TikTok. And according to Pew Research Center, 78% of 18 to 24-year-olds use Snapchat, while 71% use Instagram, and 68% use Facebook. In addition, 94% of 18 to 24-year-olds use YouTube and 45 use Twitter. While TikTok has about 500 million active users monthly, mostly compromised of the youngest of the users. Um, yeah, because I know personally, I mean, TikTok just came out recently. Yeah, it's, it's more of so. a direct competitor to um, Snapchat, in my opinion, mm-hmm. where it's the younger kids that are, they have their own platform now where it's not 
completely taken over by the mainstream. It's still yeah. kind of coming up and cool almost. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so some of the benefits with these apps are social media, like it helps younger children, people, adolescents, like it helps them with like the communication skills in a sense where they're exposed to different people. Yeah. And they can talk to people like pretty much all over the world. Same interest, stuff like that. Yeah, social connections, all of that. Um, and it helps them exchange ideas and see other, you know, pictures, perspectives, thoughts. Yeah, see the world through a lens kind of like mm-hmm. using their pictures, yeah. Yeah, and then new forms of self-expression too. Um, a lot of times I think oh, like older generations don't see that as mm-hmm. much, but like you can truly like express yourself through, you know, the flow of your Instagram Exactly, feed yeah. And all that stuff, and I think that's super important, especially for young adolescents. Mm-hmm. I agree. And marketing, advertising, opportunities for brands, which is also a benefit. I mean, a lot of times, you know, it kind of gets a negative. Yeah, it's pretty intertwined with society at this point. There's really no, not no escaping it, but Mm -hmm. for products that are beneficial for people. Exactly. Positive advertising is a good thing. You might not have been exposed to it previously if it hasn't been for like what they were doing on social. Absolutely. So that's the benefits of social media, which we know there's there's more than what we stated. But now we're going to get to some of the drawbacks of social media, which was more kind of the uh, point of this podcast. So as for the drawbacks that occur as social media has become immensely popular, and in recent years, mental disorders among young adults has become more common. That doesn't mean that the two are necessarily related, but the numbers are staggering and deserve attention. So a recent study has found that more social media platforms than adolescent uses, the more likely they are to have symptoms of depression and anxiety, regardless of overtime spent on social media. In 2016, an estimated 44.7 million adults age 18 and older in the U.S. had a mental illness, and young adults age 18 to 25 had the highest prevalence of any mental illness in 22.1%, which is pretty high in my opinion. And that leads us to something called Facebook depression, now, you might have heard of something like that before, and it is resulting from the children's use of social media, and a report by the American Academy of Pediatrics defines Facebook depression as depression that develops when teens and preteens obviously spend too much time on social media sites and begin to exhibit classic symptoms of depression. It can make kids feel inadequate due to in-your-face friend tally, seeing your friend have 100 likes while you're only getting 5 or 10 or yeah. 15 status updates of people doing stuff that you might have been left out of, other pictures of people having a good time, maybe you want to be part of a friend group and they're taking pictures Mm -hmm. and you're not in the pictures, stuff like that. Yeah, and this is obviously like so true and even Facebook has noticed that. And we mentioned that in a couple episodes how they're starting to test removing likes, the like feature from posts. Um, And that's why it's starting to have this conversation because it is affecting younger people. And maybe potentially removing that feature will help kids deal with this. Yeah, the removing like features also, it, it does have to limit the amount of time people spend on social media. Mm-hmm. You can't just think that spending like eight hours a day, like maybe eight hours a week would be a little more reasonable. But using things on your, your phone even can help you uh, mm-hmm. limit time. And that kind of leads us on to our next part of it, which is how to unwind and unplug. Yeah, and that's so important just to take the time to detach, whether it's putting your phone on airplane mode or do not disturb. It's really helpful just to take that step back. And I think a lot of times, too, like Facebook's trying Mm -hmm. to do that, too. I think it's been about a year, but they released the time spent on the – so you get an update, like, end of the week of how much screen time you spent um, on, like, Instagram. 
which is, you know, just bringing the awareness, like, of how much time you're actually spending, like, looking at this stuff on your phone. Mm -hmm. And also, too, another good habit is to, like, unplug is, like, try putting your phone in a designated spot, like, by the door or something when you come home. Yeah, like, put it on the charger that's, like, Mm -hmm. maybe in the kitchen so you're in the living room and doing something a little different. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And also, like, deleting the apps that contribute to the unhealthy body image and, like, comparing yourself and feeling inadequate. Um, add apps that help you feel better about yourself or inspire you to engage in healthy behaviors. And also take a day off from social media in general. Um, Sunday's like a good time to do that, you know, um, when you're not at work or at school. Just kind of unplug, unwind, go outside. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much other stuff you can do. And if you do want to take a picture while you're out making that memory, that's what social media is all about. It's not about just posting selfies of everyday life sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's more about sharing experiences with everyone and you want your friends and family to see that yeah and also too like when you're on social media and stuff and one of the posts that we like to talk about too and even just from a marketing standpoint is like don't forget to be social when you're on social and I think diving back more into that like humanity aspect of it all where you're just connecting with people as opposed to trying to compete or compare couldn't agree more yeah you know um that's like a great way to just to kind of definitely we hope this helped and yeah. you know stay tuned for another episode next week digital dialogue thank you